So, first picture. My name is Eligina. I just turned 11 years old. My father asked me what kind of cake I wanted. <laughs> Since I do the daf every day, I told him I want an MDY cake. I want to wish you on my birthday. And thank you for your continued inspiration. 11 year old Eligina. <laughs> I always say, this is Rafal the Barber. I thought it's amazing. Here, listen to this email. I received two boxes of art scrolls, Subis Volume 3. This is a reminder to everybody to do your best. And if you have excuses, what? What are you saying, Gary? What's going on over there? Huh? Uh, yeah, but I hope, <laughs> I hope they're not related to the sheer. <laughs> so true. What's the problem? Follow the barber. Here we go. <laughs> I received two boxes of art scrolls. Tsubas. <laughs> what time are we finishing share tonight? Huh? No, no. I received two boxes of art scrolls. volume three on Friday midday. That means we're almost in the art scroll volume three. How many days do we have left? I don't know. I put them in the car so I can drop them off by Rafal. I gave them to Rafal and then went into the wine store to buy a bottle of wine for Shabbos. When I got back to the car, my wife told me that she saw Rafal running into the pizza store with a handful of Gemars. The next minute I saw him out of the pizza store and started to cross the street against traffic to catch a guy by the red light. Here's the picture. Here he is. Or, so he's running from car to car and understand that he's a barber and his busiest day of the week is Friday. He doesn't care. He has to hop another guy to, to join Tyra. It's unbelievable. What about you guys? Yeah, everybody has to take some cheshbon uh, here. What, only he? Only he could be crazy. So, Gary, chill out a little bit. We hear everything. My wife said to me that he's going to get hurt running to the street in the middle of traffic. Well, you have to shut down again? I said to her that you don't understand. This is every day for him. Sure enough, a few minutes later, a false sends me a picture of a brand new member of MDY signed up on Arab Shabbos at a red light in Flatbush. All this on a Friday afternoon, the barber's busy stay. He told me that he desperately wants to go to Israel to sign up all the chayalim. Entire tzahal he wants to sign up in one shot. Shlomi Haskell from Muncie. You mentioned the other day how over 150 people dropped out. I said over 1,000, but okay. 150 people dropped out of the shir by Yavamas. Huh? You said the Tommy Oh, 150 that told me person. That's true. Yeah, but more than that, dropped out. I actually joined MDY family at Yavamas.bez. I was introduced by a co-worker after complaining. This is a great email. I like that. Uh, introduced by a co-worker after complaining to him how concerned I was learning Yavamas myself. And he immediately showed me your share and entered the Masechto where I introduced all the characters. I was hooked and never looked back since. Though I do miss the thrilling side of the characters and wish you could somehow incorporate them, incorporate them into the other Masechto as well. Tonight we have them a little bit. P.S. Unfortunately... The guy who introduced me to MDY and, and ended up being a Yvonne's casualty. <laughs> so he's trying to make me feel good. 
that he joined by Yavamas, but by the way, he knows of another person that fell off. I've been trying to recruit him ever since and was wondering if I end up being successful, can I claim a free Gemara being that he's not a new member? Yes, yes. Bring those guys back, you get a free Gemara. I paskin. The saddle might not like it, too bad. The Koilal. Rabbi, so we have a bunch of guests here. One of them is a bunch of chashuvim. First of all, we have Benny Gittleson from Manchester. Manchester. Unbelievable. Finally, he wrote in a bunch of emails. I recognize him from the pictures. Unbelievable. It's a full circle now for me because, you know, I started as a caterer. And one of my famous chasanas, the product of this chasana is sitting right here doing the daf. What's your name again? Shlomo? Shlomo K. From Chicago. A Chicagoan that does the daf. It's unbelievable. But you never come to the shir, live shir over there. Yeah. So listen, for such a hush of a thing, that's my previous life. I can't believe I bet you there's people that actually had kids that got married already. But look, such a hush of a zach deserves such... It brings my whole life. It's like a full circle. I started out over there as a caterer, and now I'm sitting here, and now this kid is learning the daf every day since. Mike Cotton, I got something for you. This is, not, this is one of a kind. This is a special gift for me to you. All right. Where's the heist, Dalton? Leave him in. But we're Litvish over here. We don't go by the last name, we go by the first name. I'm Stefanski, dude. What's up, Lieberman? No, what's your first name, Lieberman? Huh? Isaac Lieberman. And you? Yitzchak Yosef. Okay, Shemalaychem. From, you said? Nubian Rabbi Chemsh. Nubian Okay, come more often. And we have. <laughs> no, he's not a guest. He comes on. You do, you're up to the daf? You're up to the, I don't want to be advised. You're up to the daf? Okay, great. Who else? Shalom Aleichem, what are you guys, what's your name? You guys, you, yeah, yeah. And you? From? Oh, sounds very familiar. Scheinfeld. Scheinfeld, Yeah, we managed to West as in Shkoya. All right, the Koyal is sponsored by Avi Rachel Kamiyansky, memory of Rachel's mother, 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 Second sponsor of the Koilo for the success of our family and that we merit to always crown Hashem. Masechta, somebody just sent me a message, Erev Shabbos, I got a Matzah Shabbos, that he wants to sponsor something really nice for the Koil as a bonus for Yantav. So very nice. A lot of Hakar uh, Satayv to that person. Masechta is sponsored Lili Nishmas, it's a Baruch by Moshe Aaron, Lili Nishmas, Moshe Loza, Ben Shalom, and for that Slag, Bechol Yanav for my children. By Jeff Rasner, in Schus of my son, Yosef Simcha Chaim Ben Sarachana, Refua Shleima. The rest of the Masech is sponsored by official mitzvah motivators, Refua Shleima, Ramanasha, Ben Chana, Bracha, Refua Shleima. I've never seen a guy who's so upbeat. I spoke to him on Erev Shabbos. It was unbelievable. His attitude towards this is unbelievable. Stage four, and he's saying, oh, we're fighting and we're getting in. He's watching us now. I shouldn't say anything. Okay, Givaldi. Shkoyachavi, you are going to be. It's very, very high. Um, what's the word? Success rate or whatever. Very high in that, that particular one. And the Parnas HaChoydesh. Last day. My voice said, please down for them. It's not right. Michael Bemela, Mati Pearl, and Aaron Hirsch want to make it to Uman. Last, last Masih Shabbos we had here, what's his name? Uh, Goldring. He left right after the year. last Masih Shabbos to make it for Uman Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, he's there. He's there. 
So, you make it your own of this year. Lilin Shema Zachary ben Moshe and the third parents of Chodesh, the MDY family. Lilin Shema says, Rituvia, Yaakov, Ben Asanel, Yitzchok, Ezra Palakal, Avashalom, the two year old. And fourth parents of Chodesh by the Lakin Lubbock family is Lakin, New Jersey, because Torah is the best gula. Today, the parents of Yoy, Marvin and Linda Diamond, Yartzev for Father Louis Tolchin, Moshe Lei ben Yitzchok. And by Yehuda Shok, thanks Yosef. Maze? I what? What is? Ah, okay. Mazel tov. Yeah, mazel tov. You the shuk. Okay. We have a very gishmakidaf here. Stick around. We have a very interesting video I want to show everybody. Plus, I have an unbelievable pshat towards real towards the end. A beautiful pshat will change your life. Says the Mishnah, brand new parak. If you're starting tonight, it's unbelievable. Brand new parak. Mitzias oisha umasi odel lebalo. If a woman finds an object, so this is the same, uh, same kind of concept that we had before, we have the concept of Eva. If the husband gives so much to the wife, then he'll be really upset at her. I feed you, I give you so much, and you find something, you keep it for yourself, so he gets to keep it. And this we had already, go to the husband. I'm just curious, did anybody ever find something really geschmack? Like walk in the street and find like a thousand dollars. Anybody? A diamond ring? No. What do you find? Two hundred shekel. Eight hundred shekel in uh, Oshara. Eight hundred shekel in Oshara. Not bad. Okay. They didn't want to take that. Oh, the person they wanted. No, I told them. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to really return money. Okay, it's whatever. We'll learn it. We'll learn the halachas and the Bava Metzia money because. So money you don't really return, doesn't have a sim usually. Okay. And if she inherits something, the husband gets to eat the payroll again because he has to redeem her if she's captured. So here's the chart. There are five things that happen if somebody damages somebody else. Somebody, let's say, punches somebody in the face. You have to pay five different things. Nezek. Tsar, Ripo, Yishevis, Boishas. So the medical bills and that stuff, the husband pays out of his pocket, he gets paid. What about Boishas? Embarrassment. Now, who's embarrassed here? L'chaira, the woman is embarrassed. She's walking around with a big swollen lip, whatever. And the fact that she devalued, her value is less. So who gets it? Says the Mishnah, Shalah. She gets it. It's her, her own body. She gets to keep it. Rabbi Yehuda Ben Seirah argues. Rabbi Yehuda If no one can see it, So the embarrassment is hers. She gets two, two thirds and the husband gets a third. When people can see it, it's on her hands, on her face, on her neck. Now he has to walk around with a beat up woman. It's more embarrassing for him, says the Mishnah. According to Rabbi Yudim Sarah. So she get, he gets two parts, she gets one part. Gemara's going to talk about it. Like She suffers the embarrassment and he gets paid for it. Shaloi Yenosim Yad. And his two-thirds gets right away. Shaloi Yelokabim Karka. And whatever she deserves, buy some real estate, Vuoichel Perois, and he gets to eat the produce. Says the Gemara Maikam Ashma. What's the Mishnah telling us? Tanino, we already learned. We learned all these halachas. If you're going to compare a father to a husband, it's going to tell us that a husband has one up on the father. That what? 
a father when he's Mekadosh's young daughter, less than 12, he gets the Kiddushim. Kesef, Shtar, Bia. We already explained what all these things mean in terms of how this money he could decide to, to marry off for money to Amukashchin. He gets, if she finds 800 shekel on Osharad, if she has a job, and he's able to annul her vows in a dark. Mikabal is Gita again, if she's uh, an Arusa, she's, right, because once she gets married, we learned that it's already, she leaves his domain, but if she's an Arusa, she's a Tana Arusa, he receives her get. Now, he doesn't get to, you, to eat the produce, her produce. And he says, once she gets married, Yasser al Baal, the husband has everything that the father has, every one of those things. In other words, Mitsiyasa and Maisiyodeha, the husband has. It says Mufurish in the Mishnah. And he has more than that. He gets to eat the fruit. So new, you see Mufurish in the Mishnah that if a husband gets to eat, he gets the Maisiyodeha, and if she finds an object, he gets to keep it. So why do you have to tell it to me again? Says the Gemara, you're right, I don't need it. The Chiddush, the big Chiddush is that her embarrassment and her devaluation goes to the husband. That's a, I'm sorry, that's a machlagis plucked at the Rabbi Yehuda ben Maseira. Right, we saw in the, in the Mishnah, Rabbi Maseira says two-thirds, one-third. Says the Gemara, we had a, a Tana saying in front of Rava, or a person who read in front of Rava, not a Tana so much, because Rava was an Amara. When a woman finds something, she gets to keep it. And Rabbi Kiva seems to be saying like our mission that goes to the husband. So Rava asks this person reading the, the Bryce. Now we all know what Hadaf is, right? Hadaf is when a woman works, she earns more than her basic earning, which she's supposed to make five shekel a day to give to her husband. She earns more. What's going on? How you doing? I missed you. Better come every day. Too bad. We all have to go to school. Daf comes first. Tell your Rebbe. Okay. Those days, I want to see those days that you skip school. Over here. Okay. The Maisio So Hadafa is anything above the five shekel is called the Hadafa the extra. And that's considered Maisio It's her own salary, her earnings. Oh, my Rebbe Kiva, Rebbe Kiva says that anything above five shekel, she gets to keep mitziyasa, like Kolchkein. So this is not even, Maisi Yodayim goes to the husband. Anything above Maisi Yodayim, above five shekel, goes to her. So no, if she finds 800 shekel in the street, that's also above her Maisi Yodayim. Certainly it should go to her. This none, and how do I know this? It says, These are things we learned already. She makes a net there, she makes a vow that anything I earn doesn't go to you. What is that? A big fat joke. Why? Because everything she earns goes to her husband. She has no right to talk like that. And it's our lawfare. So if somebody says stupidity, you don't you ignore it. You don't have, he doesn't have to annul her nether. Rabbi Kiva, And we learned, Rabbi Kiva says he does have to take it into consideration. Why? What if? She goes above and beyond the five shekel, and it's going to be 
It's going to be hers. Oh, so here you see the Rabbi Kiva holds, it's hers. It's hers. And by mistake, after she made the net there, the husband might use, take a little bit out of the bank account, which is really hers. And there's a net there against it. You better know the net there, says Rabbi Kiva. Part of you see that everything above five goes to the woman. So everything above five goes to the woman. Certainly if she finds extra 800 check on the street, it should go to the wife. Says the right? You have to flip the, the names around. The shitas, the machlaikis is there, the names are messed up. Rabbi Kiva is not the one that says that it goes to the husband. Tanakama says it goes to the husband like our Mishnah. Rabbi Kiva, who's a yachid, says that if she finds something, goes to herself. Just like every, anything above, the Maisi Yadayim goes to herself. Says When it comes to Hadava, anything extra, Before I looked in Rashi, means that she's, it was hard for her. I, I don't know. I don't know. How do you, how do you tie up Here, this is what Rashi says. There's a woman with a lot of energy, he says. That's what he says. And there's a woman with low energy. So a woman with a lot of energy and she's geshikt and she knows how to do things quickly. That's shaloya yadayatchak. A woman who has low energy. Yadayatchak. So when did she earn the extra? She earned the extra after hours. She doesn't know how to do it. She doesn't know, she doesn't know how to make more than usual. A regular woman makes five shekel a day. She, this woman knows how to do it. She's very good with her hands. She makes ten shekel a day. So that's shaloya yadayatchak. So shaloya yadayatchak. Kulayamuloy pligi. The balavi. The husband gets it. When you go to the right side, she has a low energy. She doesn't produce. And the only time she produces more than five shekels because she works after hours. She's working at night, says Rashi. That's where we have a machloikus. Tanakama says it goes to the husband. So Rebekiva holds that when it's aidei hatchak, then comes Rebekiva and says, she deserves it. You know what? She worked so hard. She worked after hours. She, so, she gets to keep it. But what if it's not very easy, comes easy, easy come, easy go, goes to her husband. What about a Metzia? How hard did she work to find the 800 Jekyll? Nothing. She's walking down the street. She's in the, in the Osharad. She looked down and she saw 800 Jekyll. She lifted it up. It was, became hers. So that, even Rebbe Kiva would agree that what? She doesn't get it. That's considered chalaya de'adchak. When a woman has a lot of energy and she produces a lot, it goes to the husband. When a woman walks in the street and she finds a mitzvah, not. Says the Gemara. Omer apapa mitzvah domi. No. We're talking about a woman who had to work really hard for a mitzvah. For instance, first of all, to find the case, to find it, she went, oh, shalom aleichem, guys. I didn't even notice you guys. <laughs> I gotta say, Akar Satayv. By the way, it was unbelievable. They should start selling. He, he works in a place that had, they do beef jerky. And he, he brought for Shabbos, he brought a bunch of beef jerky. Like six different types. Unbelievable stuff. I'm not joking. I'm not trying to push the, the product. <laughs> I got a bottle of wine. You got beef jerky? <laughs> we're, we're, I also got a bottle of wine. I got both. Yeah. No, not for the same guys. Anyways, what, you had these guys for Shabbos? 
Weinberger. Shaltiel, what's your last name? Weinberger. Weinberger. He's Nisano Gantz's cousin. Okay. And you, what's your name again? Remind me. Avram Friedman. Avram From? Flatbush. Both learn in your Rebbe's uh, yeshiva, I think. Eichenstein. No, different. I, what's your what's your Roshiva's Eichenstein? Yeah, what's his name? Ah, you sure? Okay, different one. Okay. That's a Gishmak Yeshiva. They went to the Alps, the whole Zach. Okay, fine. Anyways, what's the name of that beef jerky? I gotta give my curse to tell you. Was it, what? Butcher's Cut. Butcher's Cut. It's unbelievable. They should sell it here in Machemish. It's Mavish, good stuff. The uh, the sweet one, what was it? Maple, what? Sweet spicy? Or sweet, uh, maple sriracha, sweet spicy. Unbelievable stuff. Yeah, I'm not joking. I'm not such a big uh, beef jerky guy. That was good. Come again for Shabbos, please. No, Omar just... Papa. I didn't notice these guys. Where are they hiding out? So many people hiding out here. That guy's also from Aleichem, nice new guy. What's your name? Car? Garnet? Cognac. Okay, something like cognac. Yeah, you didn't say that, but that's what it means, right? Okay. Shalom Aleichem. Let's go right there. We got good stuff coming on, and he's going to shut down all systems in about 22 minutes, right? Give me a little extra time, please. I beg you. I beg you. It's, it's not my fault. It's, you're going to love the pshat. You don't... Says the Gemara. Um, oh, so we're in the middle of this mitziah. So she went. She sees a bunch of fish that got thrown out of the, the river, overflow of fish, whatever. So she has to lift up all these heavy fish. She has to go catch a deer that, that, that's lame. It's not posh. It's not like she just bends down and picks up a bit of So it's considered it's, it's considered something that she worked hard for after hours. In that case, Rabbi Kiva says, it goes to her. I called up Yoshi just for this case. I thought it'd be a phenomenal picture, but he let me down. No, he's very, Erev Shabbos, he couldn't do it. But imagine if we had an artist that could do this. Check this out. The, the first case is something, but the second case, huh, I started doing it myself, it just didn't come out good. She did two jobs at once. Now, you know, every woman's on the phone, and the microwave, and this, fine. But this one, the boy says unbelievable. If she did four jobs at once, how do you do four jobs at once? Says Rashi. This is a picture. Just to, I imagine this picture. I thought if he could depict this, it would be unbelievable. I wanted, I'm changing a little bit from, Rashi says she's warming up eggs in her lap. I wanted a woman sitting on a bunch of eggs. At the same time, she's watching a cucumber field, teaching how to sing, and also knitting, weaving. Okay, those are the four things, says Rashi. Imagine the picture, it'd be unbelievable. Classic. So, is that considered Because at the end of the day, yes, she's doing a whole bunch of stuff, but it's happening in one shot. Okay. Now the Gemara doesn't understand. How is it possible? I am embarrassed in public. Something terrible happened to me. And my husband is going to get the money for that. It doesn't make sense. Poor woman. She has busha and the, the payment goes to the husband. What if I embarrass the horse? So now the Gemara takes it to another step. Oh. Do you understand that if it's the, the busha happened to a other, another individual, like a horse, the owner should get busha for it? Says Gemara, this is by you can't even embarrass a horse. Okay, fine. Ella, what I meant to say is, let's, say, let, let's refine the question a little bit. 
What if I spat on the clothing? I didn't spit in his face, I spat on his clothing. Does that, do I get boishas for that? So my wife is like my clothing. It's not on me, it's not, the busha didn't happen to me, I'm in my clothing. Yeah, maybe you have to pay for that. If somebody spit on somebody else and the spittle hit him, and he removed somebody's shaitel in the middle of the street. This is a riot that you're allowed to wear a shaitel. Okay, fine. I'm just, I didn't see anybody talk about it, but it says here, oh, maybe not. Okay, so there's a tichel, fine. There was a, a, a true story here in Israel. A from woman was held hostage. You guys remember the story? From woman was held hostage, and the guy was holding her, holding her with a gun, the whole thing. And then, like, he decided, okay, he's going to grab her by her hair and, like, do something. And he grabbed her by her hair, and she made her run for it. She left her hair in his hand. And as soon as she ran, they shot the guy and they killed him. Yeah, check it up. I'm not making this up. <laughs> so, part of Rosh Hashanah, it's like, come like Bidiravani. He was just over and removing her shaitel, so he deserves to die. Oh, okay, fine. Vehever talisim imenu. Chayiv litain. Loi arba You have to pay four hundred zuz. But we're talking about the spit case. So we see in forage, you spit on somebody's clothing, you're not chayiv four hundred. You chayiv, you spit in his face. So says the Gemara. So why is it that if somebody spits on my wife, I get paid? Says the Gemara. If somebody spit on my clothing, no, it doesn't do anything to me. It belittles him. He gets insulted. He's hurt by the fact that you spat on his wife. Uh, but that you, they hurt his wife. What if you took a poor person that comes from a good family? This loses. Now they're all embarrassed. How's it possible? Again, the question, the bottom line is they're asking, how's it possible? I embarrass Reuven and have to pay Shimon. So if I embarrass Somebody's family, by embarrassing one of the members, have to pay the whole family? Now, I think Tysus is, is says over here, yeah, Ani ben Toivim, he says, very interesting, Why does Gemara say a poor person? If I embarrass a, a wealthy person, his whole family should get paid. No, because a poor person, interesting, you said, I don't understand it completely, but they have to take care of this, he's, since he's poor, the whole family takes care of him. And because they let him down, now they, have, they should get paid. Says the Gemara. Omar So here's the difference. Interesting. We know. So when you insult my wife, you're insulting me. I was just thinking like at the same time, you're stealing away her, the thing she found on the floor, give it to me. What do you mean? It's, it's not me. It's, we're, we're, we're one, I thought. I thought we're just like, no, give it to me. Your salary goes to me. Everything goes to me. But, oh, and guess what else goes to me? When you get embarrassed, it goes to me because you're, you're like me. But it doesn't go that way. It only goes this way. Fine. A guy just wrote me an email. Maybe I should read it. He said, um, I should read it anonymously because he fell asleep doing whatever, daf. And when he wakes up, his wife says, oh, I just heard the whole daf and you have to buy me jewelry. <laughs> My sister, he wrote me a thing. And he says, please don't mention my name in case my wife listens to that chair that you read the email. I'll just read it tomorrow, get another laugh. He says the Heligi Mishnah, 
What's the Mishnah? Sponsored by Moshe Kohanus Chos to leave it at Torah and continue at Slocha in Parnasa. Hapoisik Moisel Chasanoi Umeis Chasanoi. A guy, a large, a shver, wants to be large. The son-in-law he says, "Listen, you marry my daughter. He's a million dollars." And the chassan dies. Here, I have, I have a thing. Oh, you see, the 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 guy from Muncie. It makes a lot of sense. He's promising cash to Reuven. Now, what happens is because Reuven is not here on the Shabbos, it's not a problem. Reuven goes bye bye. So. Oh, Shimon, Shimon, who's sitting next to K, doesn't get any of that cash. Why? Because if you go back here, the chassid from from uh, Muncie, he only was giving cash to Ruven. I, Shimon, is a much better guy. He's more astounding guy. No, I like Ruven. I don't like Shimon. I decide to give. So what if my daughter now falls liyibum to you? You don't deserve the money. I want to give to your brother Ruben. The Gemara says, even if he's a bigger Talmud Chacham, a better guy, whatever. No, it's a personal preference. I like Ruben, I don't like Shimon. Oh, now it's very interesting. We're going to go through the same case over and over, four times in the Mishnah. This is Hagdama to that case. The wife says, I'm bringing in $1,000 in cash. $1,000. He must write in his ksuba how much. How much is he responsible for? She brings in 1000 Guess how much he's responsible for? 1500 Responsible for 1500 Okay. Let's see if we have a picture here. A thing. So first of all, here's dinner again. I, I'm sorry, Shabbos, you asked me to do it in Hebrew, but you know what? People that don't know dollars and quarters, it doesn't make any sense to them anyways. They, people from other countries struggle with this. This is just for Americans, basically. Do you know about this stuff? Quarters and dimes? Okay, so she said she's bringing in a thousand dinners. Okay. One mana is a hundred dinners. Fifteen mana is 1,500 dinners. Now, it just goes like this. Just to explain what I, what I, I said the, the other day, I said it a hundred times before, it's a little bit of a hard concept to understand. So here's a little bit of a graph. If she brings in a thousand, it's 500 plus 500 equals a thousand. So he has to give her 1500. Now, if you're just looking at 500 plus 500, so how much does he have to add? 50%. He has to add 500, which is 50% of a thousand. But if you're looking at the total, after he adds the 500, you have 1,500 on the bottom, now 500 equals 33% of the total. So in Gemara language, we always go with the bottom one. We go, mille bar. So it's 500, 500, the total, so you take off, they call it 33%, they call it a shlish. Which in fact, in America, in England, and in, in our days, we call it, 50%, not a shlish, we call it 50%. It means the same exact thing, it's just how you view it. They, they're viewing the total, and you start from the end. Once you have 1,500, how much is 500 or 1,500? 33%, so they call it a shlish. He should add a shlish, meaning once you're done with it, it's a shlish. And we call it 50%, but it's the same exact thing. Okay, just wanted to show you that. Now, 
The mission now gives us four cases that are literally identical. And I think it might be a good idea to do, to say the Gemara, to explain a little bit of the Gemara, what the Gemara answers inside instead of going back to here. Because when we see the Gemara, it's going to be on Amun Bay, it's going to be a little difficult to come back. So let's just do it together. If I can find it here. Oh, first of all, we're going to see. The first case that we just said now, which is not part of the four cases, is a bunch of cash. If she brings in cash into the marriage, he has to pay her back 50% more. Why? Because now he has a lot of liquid to do business with. There was a guy in Chicago, I was doing a lot of renovations back in the early 2000s, like 2005, 2000, whatever, six, seven, eight. And there was a guy that kept on bringing dumpsters to these houses that was doing the, the renovations. So every time he would see me, he'd say, Yo, Ellie, how do you, tell me the trick. What's, how do you make so much money? Like every day you're in a different house. So I used to ignore him. He used to bother me every single time. So finally I told him this, and I, I think there's a lot of MS to it. I said, the trick is you have to save money. Save money. I got to see like these guys, what happens is they, they make a little money and then they buy a nice car. They make a little money, they buy a, a, a big screen TV, a flat screen, whatever it is. Or if they have money, then they buy nice rims on the car. You gotta save money. If you have a little cash, then you can make money. You could buy a house, and then you buy a house, you can buy another house. You have to save money. It's just these one, wow, so th- that's what it is? I said, that's what it is. You just start saving money, you're gonna be, you're gonna be wealthy. Okay, thank you so much, uh, never ask me again. Fine, cash. This king, you have liquid, you can do business. You can buy a house on paper and it's just roll. You don't even need the full amount. You get a little money, you buy a house, and the rest is mortgage. You need money to, to make money. Okay, it's a simple you saw it, but it's, I think it's, maybe some people don't even think about it. The young guys, so true, so true. The young guys, no, let's immediately buy a new car. Let's immediately go on a vacation. Let's, no, sit back, save, okay. Now, you know, once in a while, I throw out the real estate tricks. Now, the next thing is, there are things that she brings into the marriage that are clay bias, I call them. These are things that are for the house. A piano, a bed, a couch. The husband is not taking them and selling them. These are for the house. Now, what you do with that is, that loses value. A bed is going to lose value. A piano, if she bought it for $1,000, he's not going to give her in her ksuba that he's going to pay her a piano that's worth a thousand dollars because immediately it goes down in value. Cash goes up in value. You give me cash, I can make money with it. What am I going to do with the piano? It's going to get nicked, it's going to get dinged. And then you have Kalim Laisik. Now why did I put that picture there? Because of the famous story that a guy went over to another person. He said, I have an unbelievable deal. I could sell you a whole container of tuna fish for two cents a can. He says, two cents a can? He makes a chesed, tuna costs $2 a can, whatever it costs today. Two cents a can? Okay, I'll buy it. So the guy buys it, and then he goes ahead, and he goes to his friend, he says, I have a whole container of tuna for four cents a can. Four four cents a can? It's a metziah. He buys it. And this is how it goes. The container of tuna keeps on going from person to person. It's 20 cents, 25 cents. Finally, it becomes like a dollar a can. So the guy says, it's a great deal, but you know what? Let me, let me open up a can. So he, he opens up the can. Spoiled tuna. So what are you doing? He says, 
It, this is not for eating. This is just for business. <laughs> okay. So that's why there's a can of tuna. Tuna. She brings in a bunch of tuna into the marriage. This is stuff that you sell. You, you give off. You do, you do business with. A lot of tuna. A lot of spoil. Whatever it is. Kalen Lysik. Also. Goes down in value. Huh? Stefanski, I didn't want to do dagim, yeah, because then they come and sue me. My own mishpach will sue me. Stefanski sues Stefanski. Okay, no. No name, no name. Fine. No, there's, this stuff never spoils, by the way. It's, it's, it's a known thing. If I could say, I wasn't so happy with the tuna here in Israel, and then I had dagim tuna, I'm, I proud, I'm Bemis. Bemis was on a whole different level. Because I think what they sell here is like different, or it's not, it's not the white, the Albert, I don't know what. It's a different... That, if you could get your hands on Dagim, trust me. Okay, now they're going to say, oh, before their favorite, the whole thing was that, you know, we went from tuna to Tyra. And now he says, Stefanski said you should buy Dagim. Okay, whatever. Let's take it out of the shear, Yosef. Just knock it out. Hapaisek Mois today, I'm like, on a roll. What is it called? Butcher cut. What? Huh? Butcher's cut. The best jerk in the world. Okay, okay, now we're holding like this. He's going to shut the shear down. He's going home. Just let it go. Let it, let it stay. No, but I need the video. Oh, no. He's shutting it down. No, but Gershon, seriously, I need the video. Okay. Now, case number one. Now, I want to show you this case inside so we get together. You see? Green. So we just said this case, but we just finished talking about how she brings in a thousand dinner, which is a ton of money, and he has to give her fifteen hundred dinner. And immediately afterwards, it says ukenegedashum. Ukenegedashum means when they come and they used to evaluate at a wedding, they would say, "Here, look, she's bringing a bunch of stuff, whether it's the piano or the tuna, whatever it is." They used to add, they used to exaggerate, and they, they would add twenty five percent. Okay, so. When does Shum, who pays a he takes off 20%. Okay? They add 20%, he takes off 20%. Now, I'm just pointing out here, this is the chasen doing the Shum. You see, that's why there's a chasen, and there's a lot of money here. On the bottom, the fourth case is also the chasen, but it's very little money. The two middle cases is the kala doing the assessment. It's a lot, it's a, it's a mana, mana is very little. And then the second case is our Bamiyos, it's a lot. So we have the Chassan and the Kala. Each one has a lot and a little, and that's why we have four cases. That's the Pshad in the Mishnah, okay? So as we're going along, it'll be easier to see it inside, just a simple thing. Next, Shum Bimana Now, this is not one of the four cases. This is a little bit uh, to throw us off, of course. Shum Bimana What if she comes into the wedding, nobody exaggerated, nobody wants to make her look wealthy, and hey, look, she's bringing so much tuna, da, da, da. This, it happens to be, she said it's worth 100, it's actually worth 100. So he only has to pay a mana. He doesn't have to add the exaggeration, or take off the exaggeration in his ksuba. However, Shum Bimana, now, we're going back to the case. She comes in, this is the second case. She comes in at the wedding, everybody's saying, wow, it's the piano, is the, it's an antique, it's worth $10,000. You know there's a little bit of exaggeration there. As we said before, he has to take off 20%. So, they came and they said it's worth 100 So what do you do? Let me see if I can find it real quickly over here. 
25, 25, you have 100. So he has to write in the Ksuba 125. Uh, sorry, we got to do this one. Hold on. Okay. It's worth, here's a case. You see, it's worth a total of 1,000, or Rashi says like 1,000. He only gives her 800. He takes off a piece. Why? Because they're exaggerating. Okay, next. Yeah, Yechap? You have 200, 200, 200. You have five times 200, which equals all the way at the end, worth 1,000. But that's with their exaggerations. All her friends say, oh, the, the piano's worth 1,000. So in the Ksubi writes the real value, which is 800. Okay, next case. So we, we already had this case twice. This is the second time. Here it says, 31 times 4. We said each cell has 4 dinner. 31 times 4 is 124. Plus, is 31 times 4 is 124. And one dinner, which is 125. Now, third case. She says it came out of value of 400. Here it says, she, she says she gave, she's giving 500, he takes a Christ for 400. Next case, the fourth case, which is identical, Okay, so it's the same thing over and over and over. Just like this case over here, how much does he take off? One box is a fifth, 20%. Okay, it's four times the same thing. We're going to address that. If, in the case where we're talking about Reuben and Shimon, and the shver, the chassid, gives a nice nadunya to his son-in-law, it's only to that specific son-in-law. If the son-in-law dies, it doesn't go to the son-in-law's brother. Even if the second one is you think that it's better for the father-in-law to have this chash of a son-in-law, and he should also give him the money? The father-in-law could say, I don't want to talk to you, I don't need you. We have the same exact case in the first Mishnah, we learned in the Mishnah today, in the Perek, the first Mishnah of the Perek. Says the Gemara, Yeah? Look at the uh, case. Mm. No, not here. No, not that case. That case. Says the Gemara, we have two cases. Elev dinner is a lot of money. Let me see over here. Okay. Uh, sorry. So here we have Paschal Achnas Leil Dinastic Gemara. We have all these cases, the four that we just spoke about. They're all redundant. All four cases are the same exact. So what's going on here? Says Gemara in ratio. So what we have here is one case with a lot of money and one case with a little money. So it's two cases times two because. Two of them are the husband and two of them are the kala. So the first one is a lot of money because it comes right after the case of, like the Gemara brings it, Paschal Achas of dinner. It's talking about a thousand dinner. So it's a lot of money. So connected the Shum is a lot of money. Then all the way on the bottom of the list is Masha Chas and Paisek is a little money. But both of them are the Chasa. And each one has a Chiddush. 
Fine, you think it only goes when the chasen does the shuma, not the kala. No, you think it only goes by the kala, not the chasen. Great. The official Mishnah sponsored. Oh, first of all, we turned in honor of Yankee Baum and Moshe Horn. L'schus being able to support them in the Torah and to finish learning Shaz with the Reli. Is it just me? Or is there a Okay. And the official mission is sponsored by Moshe Kohn and L'schus. They discuss it. No, it's not ribbis because it happens on the spot. It's a good cash. She's asking how it's not ribbis. She gives a thousand, he gives back uh, 1500 for But no, but they say that's not the answer. They say they say because he gives it on the spot, he gives it on the so it's whatever, huh? Uh-huh. Okay, I ain't shown, but they do discuss it. Says the Mishnah, she's bringing in money. We have a picture here. Here, here's again, here's a Sela. How much is Sela worth? For dinner. So if we add 50%, in English it's 50%, in Gemara language it's a third, so it ends up being six dinner. If you end up at the end with six dinar, so you added a third. If you're looking at the four, 50% of four is two. You add two, so you have six. But kids, the bottom line is, if she brings in cash, the husband has to sign off that he's going to pay her back eventually, even if they get divorced tomorrow, but usually they don't. Since he's going to be using this for big business, and he doesn't have to save up now because she saved for him, he has to pay her 50% more. So this is very interesting. It, it, it's very, very difficult lashon. But basically what the, the Mishnah is saying here is if the chasen gets a box of perfume, he has to pay his wife 10%. What's going on? 10% when? Every day, every month, every year? Gemara asks. Everything is based on the minig of the place. Says the Gemara, what, what is the mission now saying? Oh, this case. You see this case? Is this any different than the case that we had over here? Where is that one? This one, not this one, this one. What's the difference? She said, I'm bringing you four dinners. She has to give her six. Over here she said, I'm giving you... Uh, no, a different case. Because you know what I'm talking about. It's the same thing as the, the, the original Mishnah that we had in the middle of the Mishnah. If she says a thousand, he has to give her 1,500. Here, this case, yeah, this case. Thousand, he has to give her 1,500. And if he gives her, if she says four, he has to give her six. It's the same exact case. Says the Gemara, Tony Iskarab of Tony Iskazuta. We're talking about a big business deal and a small business deal. Utsricha. The Yitana Iskarab, the Novish Ravcha, since he's making a lot of profit, so that's why he has to give her 50%. Alex Zuta, the Zuta Ravcha, he has one pair of socks, you never. You can't, you can't sell a pair of socks. Are you going to start doing business one with one little thing? So you don't have to pay ribbis on that. You think. No. The expenses are very low. The overhead. If you have very little stuff that she's bringing, the overhead is not that much. But if she brings in tractor trailers worth of stuff, now it has to do stores, now it has to people. Eh. So maybe you shouldn't pay so much. Great. What is going on here? My kupa. So yeah, the chazan has to pay 10% of whatever she brings in of this box. What's in the box? You know, in those days, showers didn't come so easy. They used to just pour on like in France they do today. 
pour a bunch of deodorant, and you're good to go. Vomer of Ashi, Lelemur de Marmala, Yushalayim. Yushalayim, this is what they did in Yushalayim. Adiyam Azem, no, it's okay. If you've ever been on a bus, you know what I'm talking about. Boy, Rav Ashi. Bimone Anishoy, Bimone Anishkabo. Oy, face, man. I just said. There's two things we just said here. If you look at this chart, there's Mona Anishoy and Mona Anishkabo. Or maybe this one. Let's do this one. Oh, it popped out for some reason. Why? Okay, like that. Mona Anishoy, Mona Anishkabo. You have the actual value, and here we said it's 800, that's the actual value. If you go to an appraiser, he's going to say, he's going to say 800. But the people in the chasana, they're exaggerating for the cow and they say it's worth 1,000. So now, when the chasana has to give 10%, is it 10%, let's say, of the 1,000 over here? So in other words, he has to give her 100, or he has to give her 80, because it's of the actual value. Says the Gemara... Now, let's, let's, let's be serious over here. It's only worth 800, so he has to give her 80. Does he give her, on the first day of their marriage, the 80? Or every single day he has to give her 80? Now, Tysus asks, it seems from Rashi, every day I have to give 80. He says, Tysus, where's he going to come up with the money? It's only worth 800. Within a few days, he's not going to have any money left. What, for the rest of his life he has to give her 80? It's the best investment ever. She comes in with 100 bucks, and for every day of her life he has to give her 80. Or whatever it is, eight hundred dollars every day he has to give her eighty. It's not fair. So that's why a lot of Rishonim learn differently, and they say it means the total, the eighty. Do you give the whole eighty in one day, or you break it up over a few days? Because at the end of the day, you see from Tysus that if you look at Tysus, we'll, we'll see later that Tysus says that you only give whatever she needs, so she doesn't really need all eighty in one day. Okay. Now, call Shabbos Shabbos. Is it every week that you have to give every day? Or only one week, the, only during Shabbos. In the Nitzalayim called Shabbos is Shabbos, you have to give every week, every day. Chodesh Rishon, I call Chodesh Rishon, is it only for the first month or every month? In the Nitzalayim called Chodesh Rishon, Shonim Rishon, I call Shonim Rishon, is it the first year, Shonim Rishon, or every year? Teiku, I don't know. Omer Abid Omer Rav. Maisa bebitashen akdimim ben-Gurion, Yishmaka Maisa. I heard there's some Hasidim that take this name out of the Gemara. Maisa bebitashen akdimim ben-Gurion. And I just made that up on the spot. Seriously, I didn't even rethink that. I'm anti. I'm going too stark in Zuzham today. I don't mean that. Fine. He was one of the wealthiest people. We had the other day Kalav Savua, Nagdim Ben Gurion, also in the same generation, very very wealthy. We're going to see how wealthy he was. Now his daughter became an almana. So the Chachamim said, "Give her four hundred zuvim." Now, Tysus, the Ramasa Shaposkal Abba, may zoom Kubu Shabsam, and says, Tysus, Abishavi Hejman, a Kosovic Subasa. Elif, I love him, didn't raise up. How is this a thousand times a thousand? A million. She and her Kosovic got a million, didn't raise up, which is a tremendous amount of money. So, based on that, they should have given her much more perfume. As a dinner lemana, ten times, for every hundred, she should get ten. So, Kisser, she should get, I don't know what, hundreds of thousands. No, you're right, she deserves more, but she doesn't need more. They didn't say. Okay, next. Says the Gemara. Nagdim ben Gurion. The same curse that we had on Friday, that came from Nagdim ben Gurion's 
daughter-in-law, this is the daughter, and the daughter cursed them, or maybe it's a say, but she said, you know what, I deserve much more than that, this is what you should say for your daughters. Now, why did they say Amen? In the, the story that we had yesterday, they didn't say Amen, because she was a Yavama. But this woman wasn't a Yavama. She's already, she's married, she had children. So, and everybody dies. At the end of the day, everybody dies. So she said, it wasn't such a curse to say that our daughter should be like you. Because the husbands die. The husbands, to say that you should be like the story on Friday, where she was a Yavama, died without children, that's a klala. But the amount of money was very significant. Halavai, our daughter should have so much money. She gets such a nada. Tonar Abana. We have a gata now, we have a gata tomorrow. Maisa Rabbi Yochan ben Zakai, Shay Roichav Achamar. Vayoyotim Yishalayim is on a donkey. Get that video ready. We're about to show a video now. Vayoyotamidim Achem Achrov. And his Tamidim were behind him. Ro Riva Achashoyim Laketa Soyim in Bain Giloli Behemton Shalar Vim. He saw a young girl gathering barley. From the dung of animals. Here, Rabbi, I have a video. If Gershon could show it, I'd very much appreciate it. <laughs> no, you have to. You have to visualize this. A girl, a from girl, was doing exactly this. This is where she found her food. This is elephant dung, which has a lot of geschmacka, whole fruits and nuts, very good stuff. Okay, good. Next. Kivin Kivin She either she covered her hair or she took her hair and she covered her face. I thought it meant that she covered her hair, but my Chavrusa thought that it meant she covered her face, and then I saw people discuss it. Okay. Amr Eloi, Rebbe Parnasani. Look at me. Look at my matzav. I'm eating dung here. Could you give me some Parnasa? Amr Eloi, Miat. Who are you? Amr Eloi, Basnagdimo Ben Gurionani. I'm the daughter of Bill Gates. I'm the daughter of the wealthiest guy in Yerushalayim. Amr Eloi, Biti. Momin Shabbat Savi, Holach. What happened to this money? Amr Eloi, Rebbe, don't they say this Marshall in Yerushalayim? Melach Mamoin Cheser. Or Chaser. That's all. Three words. Melach Mamoin. If you want to preserve your money, you know what you do? Chaser. You give tzedakah. Make sure you don't have money, then you'll have money. You do Chesed, you'll have money. In other words, my father wasn't giving tzedakah. So I want to tell you an unbelievable zakh, uh, a vart, and this is a, a life-changing vart. First of all, it's in the Torah. Everybody knows the Pasuk, Uvachanuni no Bezais. Hashem says about one mitzvah, one mitzvah only, try me. Test me out, I'll prove to you that you should do this. And that is the mitzvah of Tzedakah, Maiser. Test Hashem. You're not allowed to test Hashem in anything, but Uvachanuni no Bezais, test me, and I will show you, meaning. So the Dubna Magrith says, unbelievable. Just very simple, but it, it brings out the point. Dubna Magrith says a guy went to, went to a store and he saw a bunch of rope. You know, different bundles of rope. So he asked the guy, how many feet are in each bundle? He said, oh, each one has 100 feet. 100 feet, you sure? Yeah, sure. He looks around in the box. 
And he takes the smallest one and he opens it up and he measures it. And he sees, oh, it's 100 feet. 100 feet, the guy didn't lie. And then he knew that everything else was 100 feet. Because if the smallest one is 100, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, test me on the most illogical mitzvah there is. And that is Miser. How is it that if you take 10% of what you have or 20% of what you have and you give it to somebody else, you're going to have more money. It's the, it's, it's the reverse of common sense. It doesn't make any sense. You give away from your, what you have, you're going to have less, not more. Test me. If I'm right on this one, then you have to believe me on everything. Test them. You give miser, you're not going to lose, you're going to gain. You're only going to gain. And that's what it says here. Melach mamain. If you want to preserve your assets, your money, chaser. You have to give. You have to take away from what you have. If you have to take away from what you have, then you get more. This billionaire didn't give. Says the Gemara. Okay. So he asks, What about the Shver? He's also a pretty wealthy guy. Listen to this one. My money that I got from my chasana was all in one bank account. My father's tray for money was mixed in with my shver's good money, with my, with my father's good money. Sorry, my shver's good money. My shver gave me good money. My father didn't do enough tzedakah, so it's bad money. You see from here, big side. You can't just take money. Some yeshivas don't take money from, you know, mechali shabbos or whatever, because you don't want to mix good money and bad money. It has, a, it has an effect on the other money, she said. I have nothing. Omeloi Rebbe, sorry, next. Unbelievably sorry. Omeloi Rebbe, you remember? You were at my chasana and you signed the ksuba? So some people say, I saw, brought down. Over here you see that the one that reads the ksuba should be a chash of a person, it should be tamad chacham, it's a, it's a big kibbutz. I remember and I read the Ksuba, Elef, Alafim, one million dirhams of golden coins. Where a gold coin today costs what? A thousand dollars, whatever it costs. It's a lot of money, gold coin. A million golden coins. Like a, who knows? Besides what she got from her father-in-law. I don't know, I was just thinking when I learned it, maybe he was very wealthy because you see he asked him. But if not, then it reminds me of the story of there was a Rockefeller. I don't remember who. Who was the wealthy guy here in Eretz Yisrael? Rothschild. So the guy said, "Oh, if I was Rothschild, I would be much wealthier than him because I'm also a Rebbe in Cheder." So okay, but over here also, like you have the, the the million golden coins that her father gave her, plus you have the two hundred zuz that's in the ksuba, the the base of via. The 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 base If Kaisal does what they're supposed to do, nobody can touch them. If they don't do what Akashbarhu wants, they 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 get they get taken over by a disgusting nation, not even a nation. They have to eat. The tzoya. So the Marsha says over here, beautiful. He says, Klai Yisrael doesn't have a mazel. What, what does Klai Yisrael have? They have HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So when they're doing great, HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes them. He can't get better than that. 
But when they're doing terrible, then HaKadosh Baruch leaves them. And when he leaves them, they don't have a mazel. Where all the nations have a mazel, they're at least protected somewhat. We're not protected at all. We go to the bottom of the bottom. What? wasn't about but He gave a lot of tzedakah. What are you talking about? Every day, when he walked to shul, or to, the, to, to learn, they would take these clothing, and remember in the time of the Gemara, clothing was extremely expensive, all handmade. They would take from his house, I don't know what, two blocks long, just clothing, 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 and he would walk on it, a big, a rich guy, and all the poor people grabbed clothing as he walked, kept on walking. Knew that's a tremendous amount of tzedakah. Some say, no, it's not counted. You know why? Because he did it for his own honor. He's about gaiva. He wanted to walk to Shul on clothing. And this is unbelievable. Why, why do we have such a tiny name? Because he's a billionaire. A billionaire is not supposed to give 10%. A billionaire should give 50%. 60% of used to tell the wealthy guys, he's supposed to give 50 Each person and what he could give. You can't say, oh, oh he's such a baltzdaki. He gave mamish thousands of dollars. But he's a gazillionaire. He makes $100 million a year. So, so a few thousand dollars that you call him about Zdaka. We don't call him about Zdaka. The says he lost everything. The, the stronger a camel is, that's how much he can carry. The wealthier a person is, that's how much Zdaka he has to give. Tanya. And then we're going to be finished over here because Gershon has to go. Tanya. So over here you have to, he's, the Gemara says it in Lashon Naki. It doesn't say, he said the word loy. We take out the word loy because it's not nice. He said, I'm not going to see the rebuilding of the base of Mish. But you don't talk like that. So the Gemara takes it out. But we understand what he meant. I'm going to see the rebuilding of the base of Mish. I saw with my own eyes. It's like a shvua. I promise that I saw this. If not, the base of Mish shouldn't be. I saw her literally like the video going through the 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 the, the stool of a of a horse. I said this passage. If you don't learn Torah, you know what's going to happen. Then you're going to have to be a shepherd. There's no need to work that hard if you learn Hashem's Torah and do His mitzvahs. But you don't want? Oh, okay, so go work. You'll be a shepherd, big and you'll shepherd the goats. Says the Gemara, don't say goats, you yourself are going to have to go and, and uh, earn all that and work like that. And Chas Shalom have to come to the, what she came to. Have a wonderful week. Thanks for coming.